Shout out to all my gay niggas. Oh, you wearing them suits like Johan. Oh, no, you want them to hair ten braids like Ampan. Oh, you trying to get you a little stud like Devin had. Young nigga from the north side, I never been capping. Duval nigga, I'm never ducking that action. I pull up in that whip, niggas know what I be blasting. Random ass podcast, no fuck nigga be snapping. I don't know if it's me, but I'm the realest nigga of the week. Disagree, they gon' have to come and get their ass beat. Bare beneath, put that boy six feet deep. I had Joe zip him up when they say that nigga deceased and pay. Deacon Ample Rat to go slide to the week and preach. Thanksgiving at Devin crib, but sub is what he eat. Niggas been lame. Can I get a lean ass nigga? Niggas start sleeping if a nigga disagree, pussy boy stop breathing. Random X a podcast. I say random X a podcast. It's the best damn podcast. Niggas start sleeping if a nigga disagree, pussy boy stop breathing. But I used to get a lot of ass whooping because I used to ask her straight up, like, why are we going to church? Like, these people seem to be very upset at Jesus. I don't think that's what uh, the premise is at church, but I'm about to be upset with your ass for not telling me we were recording. <laughs> you said, let's go. You was like, hey, I'm ready to get to work. Your energy up. You feel me? You welcome. Yeah, I look up and that shit live, man. What's happening, y'all? We back for another episode. Uh, while Amp is taking his time, you know, we are holding it down. It's your boy, Mr. Jefferson, Jeff Rogan. Y'all see it on the screen. And Triple S Banks, a light-skinned nigga. He said he wanted to see the guns. What that look like? Yeah, brother. When I put the 24.4-inch pythons on you, pause. It looked like somebody had mashed up some yellow clay and just slapped it on top of your arm. What was the character's name from The Simpsons? It was like Willie, the Scottish dude with the red. Oh yeah, beard. yeah, Willie. Yeah. He take off his shirt. He be so oh, he was he was swole. Bro wasn't playing. Bro was a beast. Why was if he? I had anybody on my team, it's Willie, man. Willie ready to squash and shit. I think he used to get hot and then he used to do like get mad, metaphorically hot. He used to get mad and try to flex. But I'm trying to figure out why he used to do that all the time. I don't, I don't remember. I couldn't watch uh, The Simpsons growing up, so I'm catching up as an adult. Yeah, you told that story before on here. You don't need to uh, talk about it again unless you want to, but I remember I as to why you talked about it. I wasn't planning on it, but... <laughs> no, <you> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, they loud as hell next door, man. I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you. I be in here like, yo, I know we talk about Jesus in there, but good Lord, like... So imagine when uh, Random Max at night come back. It ain't going to be on Tuesday, so. That'd be fine. You know what I mean? The Lord like pussy, too. I mean, I, I'm not blaspheming, man. So <laughs> did, did I'm not joining in with you. <laughs> but was his homegirls not, you know what I mean, on the blade? Hey, so they say. So that's I'm what all- I'm saying. I'm off camera so I can twist up, ladies and gentlemen. But I mean, this nigga, we what he said on Rush or what? The funny. Go ahead. Nah, what you was gonna say? Uh, somebody brought a valid point yesterday talking about Rush Hour too. They was like Carter was in Hong Kong telling people he LAPD. 
Yeah, niggas know about LA, don't it? Come on, bank. You supposed to be you supposed to be holding it down for your city. But not in Hong Kong and then telling people you 12 is hilarious. Like, yo, I'm LAPD, like two thousand miles away or however far Hong Kong, China is from Los Angeles. That but is pretty big funny. time, man. Nah, I think uh like LA closer to Hong Kong, ain't it, than than Florida. Let's look it up. <laughs> then Florida. <laughs> Y'all away from What's the closest thing besides Cuba if you keep going south? Hold on. I this think is, it's like a 24-hour flight to uh, Hong Kong. And I know it's at least like 16 hours, uh, for real, uh, to that side of the earth, at least. Let's see. Because you got to cross the Pacific. I'm thinking about Tokyo, actually. Uh, I mean, yeah. Still the same. Not Because nonstop from Hong Kong to L.A., is ridiculous. It's a 13 hour stop. I mean, 13 hour flight nonstop. That's a lot, bro. I don't know. I think I could do 13 hours a day in the sky would be hell. I, I couldn't, bro, because you got to think it's 13 hours. You can't, like, unless we leave it early, early in the morning. I got to wash my ass. Any layovers? You got to wash your ass within 13 hours, bro. What is you doing? Yo, we about to be on the flight with chickens and stuff. No, nah, uh, if you do a connected flight, it's 22 hours. 13 hours straight is a long time. I can't sit still that long, so. Yeah, it's not enough. Mo- well, I'm lying. It's a lot of movies and TV shows I can watch, but after a while, your eyes going to hurt from the screen. I am not worried about that at all. Sitting down for 13 hours would kill me. My arthritis would start flaring up. Facts. And then think about this. I've been down on the couch when we record some days and my all right is just be going through it. I'm like, Lord, have mercy, man. That ain't your ADHD because you be moving around a lot. So 13 hours, yeah, you're going to be moving around every five minutes. And then imagine somebody not doing something close to first class. Like if you ain't coach, 13 hours. Yeah, I don't know. Hugged up against four motherfuckers would be bad. Gee, and then it's just the smells I'm thinking about. Like, yo, you don't know where everybody coming from. They probably didn't watch their hour, they ass in 24 hours. Mm, that's crazy. That's crazy to think. So, but you don't control shit, so you got a point, I guess. Tell me about it. <laughs> All right, so let's get into some of these topics, man. What we got first on the list, my brother? Yes, yes sir. First topic we got right now is... Let's first send our condolences out to Coolio and his family. R.I.P. to Coolio. Man, that that one actually was a surprise. I mean, you don't hear much about Coolio throughout the years and whatnot throughout the um, throughout the uh, time, but it definitely came as a surprise to to hear Coolio died. It it brings back you know all of his classics, of course. So uh, taking the time to appreciate some of his hits and whatnot is uh is amazing for real. Um, for me, one of his biggest things was the Kenan and Kayla theme song, man. <laughs> and ironically, they brought back Kenan and Kayla earlier this year on Netflix. Like, I ran through season one and two, and I go to sleep watching it, but I ran through season two already, so now I got to go through the websites to find uh, season three and four. I think it only went up to three, if I'm not mistaken. Remember last episode, Kenan and them went to uh, Montana? I'm trying to remember that. What did they go to Montana for? That will help me. 
uh, Pops, because remember, Pops was like an air traffic controller. I think they went went to Montana because of a job. Mm-hmm. Got you. Uh, yeah, so Kid and Gail, like I say, that one there was a, <coughs> a good one for me. Because <coughs> Coolio, Coolio wrecked that theme song. <coughs> he went crazy on that theme song. And that's like prime Coolio. Let me pull up the lyrics to that shit, cause you don't know by heart, Mm-mm. nigga. You have I know to like by heart. Go ahead, I do. rap it, rap it, and uh, I'm pulling up the lyrics. So here we go. Okay, I'm if I fail, put your okay. ass on the on the, on the test. Hold on, let me put the summer jam screen up. To matter of fact, for this one, Oh, here we go. Everybody out there, tell your homeboys and homegirls it's time for Keenan and Kill. So keep it in later in the afternoon. And don't touch that dial or feel the groove because there's always something you don't want to miss. Keenan and Kill, I see Keenan and Kill because I'm kind of watch Keenan because Keenan be stripping with a plan on this model. Okay, hold up, hold up. You just said Keenan be stripping, and I gotta stop you. No, there. you was <laughs> you was close. You got a lot of it wrong, but when you said Keenan be stripping, I'm like, right, let's stop. Let's, let's hold this down. So I'm gonna give you the lyrics. Everybody out there, go run and tell your homeboys and homegirls it's time for Keenan and Kel to keep up you la- to keep you laughing in the afternoon. So don't touch that dial or, the, or leave the room because they're always into something up front and you don't know you don't want to miss it. Uh, it's double K like two to greatness, two to get the greatness. Keenan and Kel, or should I say, Kel and Keenan. Mm-hmm. And you gotta watch Keenan, cause Keenan be scheming with a plan or a plot to make it to the top, but they're kinda in the middle cause they're always getting caught. This ain't the Hardy Boys or a Nancy Drew mystery. It's just Keenan and Kel in your vicinity. Like Siegfried and Roy or Abbott and Costello, Magic and Kareem or Penn and Teller. Somebody's in trouble. Oh, here it goes on Nick, 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 Nick. Bars. Man, we need a flex bomb. Boom. Man, is it here? Let's see if it's here. No. Damn, ain't no flexible. All right, I'll use this instead. Big black nigga. I'm, I'm gonna let that one pass. But it wasn't <laughs> fitting, so I do want to point that out. Um, <laughs> yeah, amp don't have no type of flex bomb on here. <laughs> I do want to point that out. Um, but yeah, Julio had one. I remember him, Crisscross, and Ice Cube. You know how he do it. It's like the first rap songs that had a huge influence on my life. I was little. Coolio had not Gangsta's Paradise. It was this song called One, Two, Three, Four. Get your booty on the floor. I don't remember the title, but I just remember how it went, like the hook. And he took some kids like uh, Big Wheel trying to get to a party fast. <laughs> a lot of West Coast songs was doing that for some reason. Take the kids, Big Wheel. The West Coast actually was on, on, on point with all the videos. They've always been pretty solid with the videos. And that's at a time where violence corroded the city. So it's like we having fun while violence is going on, which is wild. Gotta love that. So, uh, Also, Coolio, by the way, if nobody knows, he's from Compton. You feel me? Y'all know how I feel about Compton, but at the same time, it's love to Coolio. So, <laughs> wasn't he on the cooking show at one point? Um, I don't know. I don't know much about Coolio's life at all outside of Kenan and Kale, Gangsters Paradise, maybe a few other records. I couldn't tell you much about. Uh, 
Coolio. Yeah, I think nah. he could have done some amazing thing, but um, I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, other than um, did he get nominated for Gangsta's Paradise? I, don't know. I think he won a Grammy for it. Let me see. Come on, LA it. legend, you supposed to uh, you supposed to know this shit, my brother. I ain't gonna remember everything. You act like I remember everything about Shay Shice, and that's one of my favorite rappers ever. Who? Exactly. It's before your time. Right. He did a song with Nate Dog called "This Is Where I Want to Be." He used like barbecue song out out here. Damn, he had six kids. Uh, does it say if he got nominated? Okay, he got. He's won five awards. So American Music Award, he won for favorite rap slash hip hop artist in 1996. He got nominated in 97. He won a Grammy for uh, Best Rap Performance, Gangsta's Paradise, MTV. He's won three awards. So if I'm not mistaken, he was still going on tour too. A lot of those older acts like Cool Mo D and all them, they still go on tour, like overseas most. most oh, yeah, yeah, I could definitely believe he was still getting shows. I mean, Gangsta's Paradise will live forever. That song alone. Yeah. So it's one of those things where older acts, they could still go on tour. Wu Tang on tour right now with Nas. True indeed. True indeed. True indeed. Again, RP to Coolio. Uh, that actually would be a pretty fire tour to go to. Uh, nah, the Wu Tang. I gotta check the check the uh, tour schedule on that. I'll look it up right now. I mean, I don't want to derail us for something. So, yeah. but yeah, if they got us. They got a tour, a stop in Florida. I might, I might, I might be interested. Um, what's the last concert you've been to? Hmm. Damn, that's been a minute. I honestly don't remember. I think the last one maybe was when I was little. When you were little? Nigga, have you been to a concert? No, nah, I think that's the last one I went to. Like, LL Kuja was in his party. You said it like it was going to be seven years ago. No, nah, I haven't been to a concert in a minute. Oh, I'm tripping. Big Crit. Big Crit in 2014 or 15. Um, that's, oh, that's dope. That's dope. Uh, so I'm trying to think of the last concert I've been to. Um, I want to say it might have been a Big Crit show, actually. But I think I've been to something since then. I know I went to Crit in 2020. Um, 2020 or 2019 down in Orlando. That was a hell of a night. Uh, got stopped by the police. I told that story, but we ended up having to like drunk drive away. That was crazy. Um, my latest show, I think, was a festival though. Mm -hmm. Um, going down to, to, um, Basil and whatnot, shit like that. You know what I mean? Um, uh dreamville and whatnot so yeah i was just curious but um continuing on we got a pretty interesting topic man this uh this one stems from some internal internal um police shit so 
2021, there was a rape involving four cops. And uh, there was another officer that was investigating this uh, incident. Recently, he was found dead in what was supposed to be like a routine training experience. But I think if I read correctly, he was like brutally beat. Mm -hmm. By four other cops. One of the cops that he was investigating was there during the beating. So I definitely think it start, it's time to start having some conversations about, you know, what's going on with the police because it doesn't make sense that something like this could even be like remotely allowed to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you shouldn't have even had them two training together, period. One, two, I mean, I can't say that because of the way the police work. But I will say this, um, I think there should have been someone there to be able to watch the situation. So it was very, very weird seeing that there was so much freedom for these officers to essentially kill that man. I'm agreeing with you. Uh, I'm gonna try to be professional as much as possible. LAPD has to be, if not day one or two, corrupted police unit in this country right they have multiple lawsuits probably hell a day because of the corruption from civil suits to probably well they got a lot of yeah so it, it's a lot of it's a lot of corruption the best thing i could say is if this something like this has been going on for that long and it's eternally and they haven't but has an investigation even started yet? Let me make sure. Yeah. So if they still, if they just well, started investigating it? No, or, no, no, no. I think what you're looking at, I mean, I think they've been investigating the death since the death. Uh, the lawyer of that officer is definitely doing his due diligence and pushing the matter forward. But um, I think that the officer had been investigating these four um, gentlemen over the last year. And I ain't even gonna call them gentlemen because you ain't no gentleman raping a woman, you know what I'm saying? Doing no shit like no. that. Um, and that happens all the time with LAPD too, by the way, people. I mean, and it's not just LAPD, it's across the globe. You've given too much power to people that have um, no real training in ethical sense, you know, so. Um, not to cut you off, have you actually seen the qualifications to become a police officer? It's not. It's, it's like a high school diploma. It's, it's yeah. nothing. Like you it's see the banners, they like you can get, you can get hired. Just go apply. Yeah, I mean, I could imagine they pick up anybody, and then it becomes a brainwashing experiment to where it's like, yo, let me teach, let me teach you how to hate people. Essentially, that's how I look at it because the way that you have to. Um, prepare someone for a situation makes you assume the worst. Yeah. I'm walking up with my gun on, with my hand on my gun because I'm afraid that you might shoot me. This is right. a routine, routine traffic stop, but I don't know who's in the car. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know why your tag is expired. I don't know. So again, I think that the culture of it in itself is, is to teach you how to hate you know what I'm saying? Um, certain certain things that you encounter. 
Right. And when you have a lot of egotistical people, sometime out of high school or out of college that already are consumed by power before they even actually have the power, you'll go for a job like that. Just because it gives you a lot of leeway to do things that you would do if you were just a, if you had it as a citizen, now you can do it as an authority figure. So it's just okay, now I get to do what I want to do on a grander scale too, and be on the payroll to do it. So Yeah. Um I don't know. I I think that it definitely needs to be um reconstructed, if nothing else. The whole police system. So in the past what, eleven years now? Has shown that since Trayvon Martin or so? That's been what, eleven years? Like I that. mean, nigga, since since the the start of uh policing it's 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 needed reconstruction so um but now since it's on a grander scale via social media one of the few things social media has done well with life it's like all right we continuously see this even though we got grandparents or great-grandparents that have said they've gone through this prior to even social media be way before that but now it's on a grander scale and you can see it and it seems like now a lot of them actually want to do it even more because it's on a grander scale. I think that officers are getting to a point to where, you know, they want to do something. You have officers that are going too far to try and be good cops because they feel like their their reputation was tarnished. And then you have those that are doing things in spite of. So it is a, a it's a slippery slope, man. It's ugly. Um, but again, like I, I I've never really been a fan of police, period, just because of the way that they target people. And I think that's exactly what it is. It's one thing to um, protect and serve, but in that, it that is a response. You know what I'm saying? When you're going out of your way to essentially trap people, like police sitting behind trees, which I think they've outlawed now, but sitting behind trees trying to watch for someone speeding i get why you would do it but at the same time when when there's no reasonability within that it's like hey you was going seven miles over on the highway i'm gonna overlook this you know what i'm saying you you was 10 miles over you know what i mean um so i don't know again it's been going on for all of time newspapers have shown it now is just so national that the conversation really does need to be had um but it's a tough conversation admittedly admittedly because how do you go about reconstructing the police system right and how do you reform a cop that does something like that because it's kind of no going back to having morality when you do anything along the lines america has nothing set up for uh reform you know what i mean like no real uh not for a chain of people you know what i'm saying i think i think what america has set up is for those that seek it themselves you know what i mean like through therapy and things of that sort but when it comes to like a police or a police force it's not like hr is even equipped to tell them how to deal with things psychologically and such. Right. And America has been on like the same like sliders 
since they made the amendments. It's been on the same presets all these decades, centuries later, or a century later. It's been on the same type of rules. It's like, damn, you, well, you know, everything needs to be redone again. Can we kind of just rewrite this again? Since the Declaration of Independence has been the same thing. Yeah, but they don't want to change history, and we see that. I mean, even with Lizzo getting so much black about the flu, you know, um, people want to hold things sacred, but they're things that essentially don't 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 have much value to us in real life. You know what I mean? On on a day to day in today's society, at least. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, that's enough about that. You know what I mean? That's cop business. Let them deal with that. Uh, condolences to them. Um, to them. Um, but yeah, on to the next topic. Yes, sir. Ashanti is performing at the fair, man. How do you feel about that? When the last time Ashanti been home? Mm. I, I, I wouldn't know. Is she from Dallas? Yeah, but when is the last time she been home? I don't, I, I don't know. Every time I see Ashanta, she's somewhere else. She ain't been home. Even when they did the whole, we got to shut it down because of COVID thing. I ain't see her at home. She be on Dubai every day. She be on trips every day. I ain't hating. It's just like, damn. She's she single. She single. I, I mean, I can't go home, baby. Go home to what, nigga? You saying it like she got a man at the house? Like you saying it like, well, shoot your shot so she can stay home because she on the jet every day. Bro, you sound like you hate. I gotta be honest. Well, to a certain degree, because I wish I could just tell her to come home. This ain't the way to do it, brother. All right, I know the way to do it, but nah. I don't have, let me see. Let me put the banner up one more time. Performing live concert ticket outlets. I can't see the small. I'm going to say this. Because I don't know anything about the Dallas and Fort Worth State Fair, um, it's hard to speak on this, but it does come as a shock to see Ashanti performing at a fair. Uh, just reading out those things together, right? Um, but I am going to assume that, that that fair is fired. I would like to see some video footage of, of how that turned out. Um, it just passed, so it was October 1st. I got to check it out. But um, so I should have said that you did perform at a, at a fair. Yeah, I'm trying to see who else is on the marquee. They just got her. I mean, who else would they have, bro? It's a fair. Ja Rule. I haven't seen them two together in years. I don't know if I could put it on the screen due to uh, copyright, but I could just tell you right now. So Trace Atkins performed Ashanti Preservation Hall. I have no idea what that is. A Spanish man, Chris. So it's a mixture of mostly country acts is all I see right now. It is Dallas, bro. And Craig Parker, but he's dressed like whoever that is. He's dressed like Elvis Presley. You're right. I mean, 
Shouts out to her because she got to perform a lot around the acts. So you think, you know, it'd be some problems. I don't know about that, man. But I hope she got a bag. I, I think that's what I'm uh, I'm going to make the takeaway out of this. I hope she got a bag for it. I hope it was a hell of an event and turned out. Uh, turned out The way that they got it looking, it looked like uh, it's a stadium behind her. And it looks like they just took pictures from like a random football game uh, or, or like random events, actually. So it's an interesting flyer. Um, I think seeing that, I think seeing that um, Ashanti is at the fair would make me want to go to my local fair. Like, but again, I would be, I, I, I kind of feel like, damn, Ashanti, you at the fair. Yeah, and this this stage is massive. I'm looking at the YouTube video right now. Uh, I wish I could put it on camera, but once again, I'm trying to get clipped. They, she got, it's her with the thigh meat out mm. and two dancers and a DJ. And it's like, it's people turned up. Does it look like it's a good crowd? Oh, it's, this crowd is, it's a lot of people. Well, then yeah, it might've been worth it, man. It might've been worth it. So shout out to Ashanti. I mean, I don't see many artists doing things like that. So I definitely think that's a great look for her to uh, give back to the people to have that experience. Cause if Ashanti pulled up anywhere for me, I probably would go, and I'm gonna be singing um, that little uh, that Biggie shit. One more chance. I'm be singing that shit um, at the top of my lungs. I thought she was gonna sing "Always on Time." Uh, I mean, you can do Ja Rule part. One more chance was a, such a better song. Just do Ja Rule part, and then have and just do a Shanti part. What are you on tonight, man? You're wilding, bro. Like, I'm not pause and we gonna get off. I actually, Epa do the Ja Rule part because he sound like Ja Rule, so he baby, he's <laughs> do that. And you're continuing. All right, I got you, brother. My fault. I told you, green ass nigga. That's about me. <laughs> That's that's towards me. I, I hit the button myself. Pause. Yeah, man. Um, don't don't let it happen again, bro. That was a, a wild slip up. I'm not even gonna call it. A, you intentionally said that, but um, Ashanti got that thigh. Boy, when you get a chance, they got that thigh knees tearing them shorts up. <laughs> Look like Chan Lee out there, boy. A minute ago you was hating, and now you sounding like you ain't had a, a glass of water in your life. I actually need some right now on parch. It can be Ashanti water. Hit it again. I got you. Green ass nigga. White. I don't even know why we're still using that clip. That shit <laughs> needs to be deleted. That shit needs to be deleted, burned up. Like I'm tired of it. But hey, say la vie. Um, Rachel Nichols was on all the smoke. Did you beat that? I have not because I don't like Matt Barnes or Steven Jackson. Well, why not? Why not? I'm well, just curious, uh, so, so that we get some context out of you. I don't like tough guys, and they proceed to be a tough guy. One guy wants to go to old block for some odd reason when you won a championship ring and you want to be around young people. 
I hate his fucking teeth. All right. And then Matt Barnes, as you know, your OG said, Kwame Brown, Dennis the Menace haircut happened. <laughs> so he got a perm, but he a tough guy. But then now he's talking about the Celtics coach. He's talking about, oh, I got some information. And then it's so like, are you TMZ? And then he drove six hours for a woman. I, I can't do that. All right. So, I mean, both of them do some things that, you know, I mean, people, period. If everyone knew everything about your life, they, they'd have some things they don't agree with. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's tough to judge them off the things that you said. But, yes, I can respect you saying, you know, you don't rock with either of them. Being real, though, Steven Jackson will beat the shit out of you. Calling them tough guys. Hey, Steven Jackson, if not, if not Matt Barnes, Steven Jackson will beat the shit out of you. He's 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. But at the same time, I ain't going to fight nobody bigger than me. Hey, what I mean by fight is fight. Definitely got to shoot at the ass. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or, you know I mean? You, you know what to do with a screwdriver? Or you got that Joker poster behind you. You want to know how I got these scars? Yeah. So, um, so I mean, I'll say this. Uh, I thought it was uh, interesting the – kind of the way they allowed her to carry on without – checking anything that she was saying you know what i mean they didn't really challenge anything and i think that's what i what i should have said instead of checking but they didn't challenge anything like she kind of went into depth and just doubled down to me about her statements i get why she said what she said um when referring to uh malika andrews or or whoever it was actually because i don't think it was it was it wasn't mm -hmm. malika well, yeah, yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how the whole situation of her leaving. But I think there was someone else that she had mentioned in that same um, quote. But yeah, um, about uh, again, I understand what she was saying in the sense I'm a woman too. It took me a long time to get to where I'm at because ESPN also has a problem with their women hosts, right? Mm -hmm. But the way that she went about the race portion of it she would never have said that like she would have never had that same energy she would have never had the same vocal tone the same verbiage if she was talking to someone black she wouldn't have felt that same way she wouldn't let me say this she wouldn't have had that same delivery if she was talking to someone of color mm-hmm and I think that where she fucked up was this. It doesn't take away from her opportunity to do it again. It takes away from her opportunity to do it then. And she approached it as this is it. Now that they haven't given it to me, it's a wrap from here. But really, she could have power moved her way into having a bigger segment next year. You know what I'm saying? You know, the following year or whatever. But, um, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I, the only reason I, I, like, the only qualms I have is that they didn't um, challenge anything. They allowed her to double down on, on what she was saying as if she should be justified in the whole, you know, um, 
pick me over her situation? I mean, the route I want to go, I ain't going to go, but I'll just say this. But there's some people OGs. They claim to be OGs. A lot of people, I won't say names that are on other podcasts, and they 40 plus as well. Well, one of them is 40 plus, and he says he's OG. It's like, dog, just because you old don't mean you somebody OG. So there's somebody OG that's letting this lady say whatever she want to say about this young woman. Even though I understand where she's trying to say, it's like you on their podcast doing this. And I'm like, wouldn't that be a conflict of interest as both of y'all work for ESPN, especially uh, Dennis DeMinis? Don't he work for ESPN? I don't know that it's necessarily a, a conflict of interest because, you know, again, they, they, they had a podcast. Uh, I mean, they have a very successful podcast that creates opportunity for them to be a bigger attraction at ESPN in itself. Uh, I think that one of the big things to focus on, though, is that it makes it makes your voice null when you're not challenging people in regards to things that you're vocal about at a later point. So again, excluding all of the outside about Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson, in this situation, I just felt like they should have asked more questions that would have allowed her to elaborate on how she feels about race relations. You know what I mean? And this is their show. So the fact that you brought her onto the show means that y'all pre-screen these questions. Like if you didn't want to ask these questions, you could have asked something else. I'm pretty sure you could have talked to producers and be like, I don't want to talk about this show. That's the only reason to have her on the show though. Outside of that, she has, I mean, just being real, without her being on ESPN, um, if you if you take out the whole Malika Andrews situation and her getting fired, she has no real. She could talk about her accolades, but that wouldn't be the platform for her. Well, it could be because they really see her in a certain light, so it's like they could put her over. So they could talk about like you've done this and you've done that because obviously they like her personally as a but person. What would that? What would that get to? Because she's not going back to ESPN, and there's nothing really bigger than ESPN. So yeah, she could go to like NBA TV and 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 hold it down over there, right? But that's not like a huge. That's not a step up. So again, like I I don't see how they could. Like, I don't see how they could have skipped that topic. I just wish they would have challenged it more. Because it seemed to be what they show. Uh, if you got a name, of course, that's the whole point of it, because they do these type of interviews. Uh, unless you have a name to you, it's people that they personally like. And I think that's how the whole ordeal happened last year when, you feel me, Thanos came out of nowhere. It's like, why y'all speaking on my name? Because they had somebody on there that run his mouth as well. And it's somebody that they like being Gilbert Arenas and then it's a snowball effect. I think now it's more so, okay, we're going to have these prominent people on here like Kevin Hart, but you know, I mean, Kevin Hart does a lot of interviews because he's a hustler, he's promoted. But I think also when it's not somebody that's a celebrity figure, 
they tend to put people on there that they like, which is understandable. I think everybody does that with their podcast. You put people on that you actually want to talk to. But you're absolutely right. What else can they ask her about? But I think also they're doing it now because it's all, it's been a year or some change, or it's almost been a year since she's been off ESPN. So it's like, well, we heard what happened, but not really. So why don't you tell us exactly what happened? And not so, challenge it, I should say. I mean, I think, again, that's the only reason to have her on to where if you challenge it, and she has a viable defense to it or viable reasoning as to why she sees things different, then you can begin to respect her more. You can begin to give her back the credit that, you know, she may deserve. But if you allow her to say that, hey, I understand you you have a race issue, but now is not the time to deal with it because you're gonna give you you are already gonna give me this opportunity. I think it's childish. You're right, but also maybe they think about their superiors being ESPN. I say, if they say something, it might be okay. Coming to the office type situation. I don't know. I don't know, but it's, I'm it's, giving my point. No, you're absolutely right. I'm agreeing with you, but it's yeah. just the fact. I, I try to look on different spectrums of everything I, I try to be intellectual thinking when it comes to situations like this because with me personally if i've had this conversation with her i'm like all right we don't really need to talk into it especially if you're going to go that route in front of both of us and relating because we look like this young woman so if you're going to do that then it's like let's just not add, like ask some other questions can you get 40 minutes to yeah usually they podcast like 40 minutes to an hour can you get 40 minutes to an hour out of rachel nichols Probably not, because what else can she say? But but again, it wouldn't even matter if you could. It would be a matter of can you get 40,000 people to listen to that podcast? They get ready. Also, too, I just had this thought. What if their bosses told them to do it, even though she has nothing to do with ESPN anymore? People still keep close I don't relationships. Think ESPN, I don't think ESPN really has a factor in this, honestly. Just no, no, because... No. Not to cut you off, but I, no, you're right. But I'm saying somebody in one of those offices has a close relationship with her. And like, why don't you just get Rachel on there? Just because maybe it makes them look better at their job, even though she has nothing to do with that. Because people still keep relationships outside of work, even if they don't work at that job anymore. I don't know, man. I think when people do podcasts, it's a part of a campaign. I think that you know, off at that level, especially, it's a part of a media run. So I could see her PR team saying, let's start to get you on different platforms, talking about, you know, your career, talking about your, your stats, your resume. And then we can talk about this so that people understand where you are coming from. That's the only reason I could see her doing anything at this point, because there's for her there is no step above espn to my knowledge i can't i just can't fathom anything so forgive it's me disney. If I'm, no it's disney so you're right but you know if she goes onto the platform and she doesn't talk about it i think it hurts her more than it helps her I just think it was on them to have challenged her more. 
you, you, I can't blame her for saying what she said to them, you know, doubling down essentially. In my opinion, that's what she did. Um, I, I can't, I can't, I can't judge that because one, again, she wasn't challenged on anything. And then two, because if that's how she feels, that's how she feels. I would rather know now that it's in the open, clear and flat out, so I can just say, all right, I'm done with Rachel Nichols. But you know what I'm saying? Right. And she alluded to it last year, but now it's kind of like, okay, I'm not there anymore, so I can just say whatever. Yeah. And just say whatever. If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. But at the same time, like you said, they shouldn't have said something. But at the same time, once again, I think about how people think about Boss, I was gonna. I, I ain't say nothing, boss. That's how some people be. But I think that when you're in journalism, period, like a part of that is to challenge. Like podcasting is a new form of journalism, in my opinion. Yeah, it it is journal. That's the whole point. I think uh, I'm blessed. Uh, no, I'm a thousand percent agreeing with you because I told I've been telling people that shit for years. It's like, dog, it's just not as prominent as yet as the news and radio yet, but it is the new form of radio and news. The problem is a lot of people take shit that they see, especially if it's clickbait, and then say it on their podcast. It's like, wait, the news don't always say the same thing unless it's a national thing, which this would be in a certain way, but they'll oh, flip it they own. I think that the new, I think all of it follows a revolving, you know what I mean? And that's what people fail to realize. News, uh, uh, like uh, paper journalism, you know what I mean? And podcasting, they all have to talk about what's relevant to engage their audience, unless it's specified to something that is not time sensitive. So um, I brought it up though to say again, in journalism, you have to challenge, you have to be willing to go deeper into um, the what, the why, the who, the how, you know, all of that, even if at times it, it means you might risk your job. And I hate to say it like that, but that's the only way you get good journalism. And when you do get good journalism, oftentimes people respect that. And you know who does a good job despite the fact that he's done some nasty shit, so I'm not giving him credit for that, Charlemagne, because he's challenged people on his podcast, he for better or for worse. That. But the fact that he does that, and that's what made Hot, what is it, Breakfast Club, Hot 97, whatever company they under. But I think Charlemagne is, is is great at his interviews, like the, the way that he challenges his, his guests um, and the way he kind of, alludes to questions and then hits you almost like a freight train as far as getting asked something on the spot. But the one thing that I hate about Charlemagne's uh, persona is that, and, and, and this is just my personal take, um, and I wouldn't even say hate, I just say I don't appreciate that he oftentimes uses his platform to give other people the chance to not seem like they're ignorant, right? Yeah. And oftentimes following that, he he says something that is equally as ignorant to the actions of some of the things he's 
use to rectify. So I think it's like a, a weird, like, teeter. Yeah. It, it's more so because he was, I don't know, lately it doesn't seem like he's doing it that much. Be it, I don't really watch even the interviews on Hot 9-7 or Breakfast Club because I did want to see the different world. They had, uh, I forgot his shoot name, but they had Dwayne Wayne and they had Whitley from a different world. So I actually want to watch that. But it seems like now because they actually got bought out, like the whole company got bought out by overseas, you know, by somebody overseas. So now it seems to be like, now it's just our interview time and then plus he has a tv deal too so he can't be smelling cheers and all that for charlamagne anymore yeah i mean i just think that you know he he is a really good journalist he is a really good um interviewer you know all of that um but then he gets on the breakfast club and he says some ignorant shit. and we all do it i just think that again for you to be used like when he did the Travis Scott interview after the deaths and it was like, or after the concert, let me say, and, you know, again, RIP to those people that did lose their lives and my prayers to the family. We almost a year into that, right? I want to say a little over a year, but um, I didn't understand him doing that interview because it's like, you're not the person that would make me feel sympathy for anyone, no matter what you ask, I know you don't care. Also, too, we got to remember he comes from the Wendy Williams tree. Like he worked for her. So it's like he's really good at doing this, but he came from the devil per se. So it's like, you know what I mean? You're going to learn the craft. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about Wendy Williams, so I can't, I ain't going to touch on that. Yeah, y'all look it up. Audience, look it up. She was wilding back in the 2000s. Well, shit before that, but around 2000s, she was she was the first shade room. I'll say that, and that's not a good thing. But she yeah, I do know that she was um, like into the gossip shit on her radio station. But that's 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 you know not to say it like all women do it, but that's what I would expect from a woman, not a man. You know. Hey, brother. All men should stay out of women business. That's where we at at Random Max, you feel me? So let me ask you this, man, switching subjects. Um, it's been a lot going on online. Uh, Cardi B has been in a lot of beef as of late, man. It's looking like, uh, you know, since that lawsuit, it just seems like she's not getting along with the ladies, right? Have you caught her in little exchanges with uh, – Akbar and um, JT. Brother, I ain't going to hit the drop again because I hate fucking drops a lot on the podcast. Did you catch it? Did you catch it? So let me say this. I stay out of women's business, but the homegirl's been telling me what's been going No, hold on. But the homegirl's been telling me what's going on. I don't know who. Allah Lakbar. I love Allah too. But you know what I mean? That's all I know about her. I don't know anything else other than what people have told me, including y'all. And JT, I haven't seen it, but I I know what's going on to the extent. And then the Nicki Minaj stuff too, right? Yeah, so the 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 rumor mill is that, and again, I don't feel like this conversation is headed into women's business. That's why I was asking, had you seen it? 
anyway, where I was going was to say this. Do you feel like social media is diminishing? That's the train outside. Right. I was like, God? Do you feel like social media, as good as it is, is diminishing the, the like, stardom factor? Hell no. It's a, it, dude, Christian, I don't know who he, I don't know nothing about that girl. She looked good. But all I know about her is she got a blue face tattoo and then she put out a sex tape with him the other day. All this other stuff, Cardi B ain't put out a song in five years. JT is with Uzi Bird and she waiting for, you know, her homegirl to come from Diddy's house and I'll leave that alone. No, social media now is the personality and the talent. You don't have to be talented. Just be personality. That's it. So I think like I can respect that. I can respect that. I think what I mean as far as stardom is like that level of like separation. And I feel like when we see artists like Cardi beefing with an up and coming artist for one, and then beefing with someone not to say beneath her, because I'm not trying to discredit JT, but someone that isn't on the same level as far as you know status goes right now i think that it makes the commoner feel so accessible you know what i mean it makes it makes them seem more accessible so i think for a long time people were putting cardi up there you know like a Nicki minaj you know what i mean um i'm not sure that they're doing that same thing after seeing like Nicki Minaj keeps a lot of her shit kind of construed to where you gotta really go through the rumor mill to find out a lot of her beefs and 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 her like sneaky shady doings. They're saying that she's starting all of this beef for Cardi. <laughs> so I think that's funny, but using that as one example. And then even someone like Kodak. Kodak to me is definitely a star, right? But I think it's things like his social media antics and his social media rants that put him at a level to where um, people keep him almost neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? And we just saw a prime example of that, too. So I put it up for a second. Obviously, I didn't want to put it in front of you, Pauls, as you was cutting this promo. But if y'all look at the Roscoe's chicken and waffles thing, and then he put the location, it's like, yeah, brother, it's only been about two weeks now. It's kind of bad timing. It's a bad time, Bob, uh, with the pink on as it relates to Breast Cancer Awareness Month, which I think is this month, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so that was a couple years ago. And then obviously I don't really need to get into the Kobe thing because it's been two years and it still seems like it's been a lifetime since that happened. It carries on to, and it's something I talked to about one of my co-hosts earlier today. It's like, dude, why don't people just shut the fuck up anymore? Like when did over talking become cool? Like you don't have to share or talk about every single thing or do everything. Like, 
if you would have done this in a privacy in privacy we wouldn't know about it like somebody probably would have taken a picture obviously because we got technology but you know what i mean they caught you doing it okay you could be like damn i ain't want everybody to see it but the fact that you out here getting cheap heat by doing this it's like what's the point like what cardi doing i kind of like it I, like i said i know a little bit about the details but i kind of like it it's funny to me you know all the women fighting and stuff like that that's how i know you know the seasons are changing and that's but how that's I know. That's not what stars do. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, Lil Baby is the best like representation of, of what a star is today. <laughs> but also he is street he's a street guy too. Not to cut you off. Lil Wayne was the best representation of what a star was. Jay-Z was the best representation. The beefs that they got into matter. You get what I'm saying? Like Drake is the representation of what a star is in the sense. The shit that they address is still again construed to where it makes it like a uh, 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 okay. I'm gonna invest more time into you so that I can find out about X, Y, and Z. Which means I have to listen to your music now. I have to watch your interviews. I have to, you know what I'm saying? They made it that kind of treasure hunt. But I think the double-edged sword of social media today is we. See the rise of stardom uh because of it and we see the fall of it just as quick because people don't know when to disassociate themselves from those same acts and right and then you start thinking like i used to have thoughts like when it started really getting over hyperactive far as like the social media stuff like i was listening to and you know it was in the chat but i listened to it as soon as it came out uh, Benny the Butcher talking about the Freddie Gibbs situation. Shouts out to Freddie Gibbs, a uh, friend of the show. But hi, so I won't talk too much into that. But how he talked about, I don't know where it came from because I saw a tweet. It's like now the subliminal tweets, the IG story, especially even the TikToks when people allude to stuff or do stuff. And then there's people that's not even, you know, popular. They put stuff on their TikTok alluding to dates or did this to somebody and did this to somebody. Like, well, probably get into it later on they need to ask me it's like you told us so now you told us but then going back to what you're saying far as a stardom factor it that's what keeps you around because if it wasn't for cardi b antics in the past five years if it was just like let's say this is the 2000s when we came up if it just had to be music it'd be like chingy like yeah i remember like i like it like that and i remember uh bodia yellow whatever but now it's like you got to keep that up because we see you on Pepsi commercials. We see your brand. We but see I feel like she's you. done enough, like, as far as being – she's done enough to stay relevant with her things and politics, her brand um, uh, associations, all of that, right? What I mean, though, is, you know, if, if it was the 90s, seeing a lot of – like, I think just as entertaining as it was to see a lot of those beefs, a lot of those artists fizzled out right after they had beef with um with those acts you know what i'm saying so uh me and Al kind of talked about what were some of the good beefs um on on um the nas episode the last nas episode that we did together um so if you haven't heard that sign up for the uh the patreon uh, patreon.com slash Podcast. Let's take a break and say that. 
Uh, and shout out to everybody that is on the Patreon. Y'all see your names down at the bottom. Thank you, 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 thank you. Um, but yeah, like Cube and, and Common. Cube kind of fizzled out after that. Common had a run. But Cube wasn't, you know, as big as 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 he was after after that. You know what I'm saying? As, as he didn't carry that same momentum after that. Cannabis and LL, both of those artists fizzled out right after that beat. Mm-hmm. Cannabis didn't even get a chance. Essentially, that nigga dropped the record, started the beef, and then was done. Rap career over. Jay-Z and Nas, Nas fizzled out, you know what I'm saying? And it's not to say that he was done. It's not to say that Nas was, um, like, I feel like Nas won the beef, but Nas's stardom started to lessen after that. Mm-hmm. And then going back to Ja Rule earlier, it's like, oh, Ja Rule was talking about. Then 50 Cent came, and it was like, all right, and that's actual, like, street politics, too, so... That made it even more embarrassing for him. Yeah. So again, I just I just look at it to say like some things like on social media definitely limit how um, successful these artists become. Some things really enhance it. So it's a double edged sword. I was just curious, you know, your take on like whether or not stardom is affected by you know by the so- by social media antics. Yeah. Again, it whether it's beef, whether it's you know the ignorant shit Kodak was posting, whether it's Krayshawn shit, you know what I mean? Like I feel like Krayshawn is on her rise. So the ignorant things that she's doing, though it might be frowned upon, it puts her at the level she's hoping to be, right? Yeah. And from there, it's gonna be on her to either change those actions to sustain, you know what I mean? Or continue it up. Um, six nine fizzled out. Like six nine is doing all kinds of shit to stay relevant, at least here in the States. I feel like artists, any artist is gonna be appreciated overseas. They're into the culture, you know what I mean? They appreciate just being able to see black rappers, I feel like. But here in the States, Certain things matter, and seeing a lot of that shit become public, I don't think is good for any brand. Right, right. Like the artist that you mentioned that Cardi B has problems with, I'm like, I never heard of her until you talked about it, and then my lady friends talked about it. So it's like, but Akbar, she's up and coming. So I don't. Again, I don't think that on her side, it's a it's a negative per se. Like, yes, it's not a good look. Like they went. They 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 went in on each other, you know what I'm saying? Um they're both taking low blows. Cardi is doing a lot of low blows that I feel like don't help her, you know, um, to all of her counterparts. But that's just my take. I think that we're starting to see that uh people aren't as big as they were in the nineties. 
because again you see them arguing online like Wale to me would never be a, a major artist in my eyes just because the way I saw him arguing with common people on on Twitter and things like that you know even how he responds to certain things uh, he did it as recent as of you know a few months ago you know what I mean and I think that you have to once you've reached a certain level you have to be above that you have to say I don't care. Can he say something to you? He said, fuck them rugs. I use my Nike boots to step on them. Too loud. Because you was, pre-show, you was like, man. <laughs> nah, I don't, I don't, I, I hate when y'all do that. I don't be slandering Wale just because of nothing like that. I just, again, I'm, I'm giving my, my take on it to say, um, I think that certain things that you do affect the perception of, you know how how people look at your your level of stardom, especially if people don't like you. Like, yeah, not too many people like Wale. Again, I don't want to make this a Wale thing. That's fine. We're just not a fan of him. Sorry, I'm not. You double down. <laughs> the funniest thing from this is people was like, "Why nobody's saying uh, Remy Ma's name?" And I said, "Well." Y'all look it up yourselves as to why nobody's mentioning her. Well, Remy Ma is not rapping. Remy Ma is like chilling. So that's a joke. I mean. Also, yeah, th- just leave her alone. <laughs> that's all I can tell anybody. Yeah, just leave her alone. They know. They all know. Yeah. Her and little Cam, yeah, just leave them alone. And Kim might not have a problem, but, you know, people around her. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't speak on none of that. But again, my point was just that seeing some of that, you know, is 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 it's just like yo, never mind that shit and keep it moving. Because even the shit with Cardi and JT, it's allegedly behind a fake account. So that's why <laughs> you just gotta ignore. You just gotta ignore shit. That's actually hilarious. I didn't know that part. That's funny. Supposedly, I don't. I don't know, and I'm not. I'm not here to speculate. But I just wanted to use those two things as an example because they were recently brought up. You know, like the Cardi shit recently happened, and the Kodak shit was recently brought up as far as um, the PNB Rock post, and then um, the the shit that he's done just over the years. that could continue to do that like nothing he does surprise me at this point yeah i mean he has a cult following he has a cult following so in that regard you know he like a boosie but again i think that's the some of the things that limited boosie is now was limiting kodak you know what i mean and like yeah you'll always be a big name but again you never reach that full potential that's how I look at it. So right, and they probably comfortable with that just because you already know better than me. Being from the South, Boosie is like a chilling circuit legend. Like he can go to a college right now in the South, and I'm good for the year. So yeah, that's probably how Kodak sees it as well. All right. But as far as the women go, don't fight, man. Just just hug. Just put that on social. Now nah, they need to uh, go back to doing like those, you know, collaborative records to where you heard, you know, several 
like female rappers on, on on different records, you know what I'm saying? And then joint records to where it might be five of them, shit like that. Like ladies' night. Yo, they should bring me a celebrity death match, yeah. Um, with everything going on, excuse me, it's almost like watching it anyway, so. Yeah, that's all I could do in that answer. I'm like, yeah, Joe kind of made it dark because it's kind of like. I don't mean to, but, you know, they don't. You're absolutely right. They don't need to bring back a show that's encouraging something. Yeah, because these kids, they'll take it far. Like, yeah, let's really set this up. Or somebody in Dubai going to put Floyd in the mix of all this because he fight like every week now for like $2 million. Man, I don't know what the hell you talking about. <laughs> oh, Floyd be doing exhibitions like every month, bro. Yeah, I know that. I'm just saying you went from, you know, go treat the celebrities. Right field. <laughs> go treat the celebrities like the Floyd exhibition fights. Yeah, Jake Paul or something like that. So you see, Popeye's got uh... <laughs> <laughs> great transition. <laughs> it's dinner time for me, especially. So yeah. It's dinner time and we about to talk about breakfast. Boy, what do you be on over there? Well, hey, you smoking Sherm sticks out in LA. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to get some more. Actually, I do eat like breakfast at dinner. I prefer it at that time. Man, shut up, because ain't nobody serving you breakfast at dinner unless you have to go to IHOP or Waffle House. There you go. Ain't no Waffle House. talking about Popeyes, man. Popeyes finna start serving breakfast. Are you are uh, before you even finish? I'm all in. How I'm gonna ask you that? And you 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 just said you prefer eating breakfast at dinner. Nigga finna buy his breakfast and eat it twelve hours later. That's what just telling us he need a twelve hour shower. But that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put that mug in the oven because I don't use the microwave. I saw. I wish I had the picture up here, but they got gravy. I never had gravy on no damn chicken like that. But you gotta understand too, if you eat this in the morning, anybody, you gonna have a long day. <laughs> like you gonna be, especially if it's like 6 a.m., you got like a 12 hour shift or so, you yeah. might be exhausted. They kind of wild because it, it do look like uh you get like two wings of biscuits, some big ass <laughs> mashed potatoes, and some hash browns. That's, that's a whole a, lot of starch. No, that's, that's a whole a, lot of starch for one, but two. Man, shit, you eat that chicken and the mashed potatoes, your ass gonna be done for. I don't know if people can see it. That's a big ass pancake with <laughs> two pieces. And I'm trying to see what's that. Oh, that's syrup at the bottom. I thought it was bread. That's enough, yo. That's early in the morning, too. It's gonna be a long day. Oh, man. For me, shit, I'm gonna get my nap early 10, 11. You know what I'm saying? I'd be productive after that. But, um, can we get the lemonade at that time too? Because it's gonna be a long day <clears throat> if you could do that. I tell you what, <laughs> a pancake, a big ass pancake, two wigs, and then let's say you want to go full obesity with it, and you want to get some red beans and rice, and then I refuse, I refuse to believe that was just one pancake, bro. Don't nobody serve you just one pancake. So that was like two pancakes, two pieces, and. Um, yeah, that's bro. That look like, three actually. 
Yeah, I was gonna say that might be four pancakes, bro. <laughs> it's how like, much if it's twelve dollars is like all right, let's say it's seven dollars, right? They underselling this should they be serving you a, a cartoon stack of pancakes, two pieces of chicken and a biscuit. That Popeye's biscuit alone gonna put your ass down. That Popeye's biscuit alone gonna have your ass locked up at the desk. <laughs> And you already know the syrup, they're gonna try to be stingy, especially if you go to the one on Don't Nah, Popeyes ain't stingy with shit. I'd be like, hey, can I get a uh an extra uh black and ranch? They put about six in my bag. So do I have to slam the one on half again? I tell yeah, I be telling y'all a lot of time, well, don't eat on the north side. No, just don't go there. The, the north side is great, but of course, he no longer than me. But at the same time, no, no, no. Just don't go to that Popeyes. The North Side got some good food. Just don't go to that Popeyes. Popeyes bad across the globe. Their service is terrible. You know that going in there. Sometimes it'd be ridiculous. Like nigga, the one on McDuff, the one right here by the studio. Hey, every time, every time I go, they ain't got nothing, nigga. They ain't got something. I'd be like, yo, like even they be saying the managers will come out and they'd be like, one time. Lady stepped outside to smoke a cigarette. I'm just sitting at my car. I had my window down. And um, she said, we ain't never got nothing you need, huh? You time <laughs> I say, look, man, I just want my chicken, please. Like, that's really all I came for. I don't care what form it comes in at this point. Just make it spicy, you know what I mean? Give me some hot sauce if you got to. And uh, a big ass box of chicken, so. So you're going to be upset when they say, hey, we are the pancakes. Like, yo, it's 7 a.m. I ain't, nah, I ain't, I ain't going to trip because I'm going to expect that shit. I'm going to just ask what they got. If I got to leave there with a box of hash browns, I'm leaving with something. So a box full of hash browns and two pieces of chicken, and you good for breakfast. What? Nigga, that's, that's actually, yeah. Lunch. That's actually lunch instead of breakfast. You know that, right? It's just because it's tater tots instead of french fries. I mean, shit. I'm not mad at either or, bro. So instead of having hot sauce, you got to have syrup to make it feel like breakfast. No, I add them both. Huh? So two pieces of chicken with hot sauce and syrup. Is this why your stomach be hurting, dog? Just use one or the other. You don't need both for two pieces. Two. All right, bro. You mix the hot sauce and the syrup, bro. And you dip your chicken or pour it on however you prefer. This shit, fine. This man is nasty. Dog, what? That's an insane combination right early in the morning. Nah, bro. Like that's that's what that's when I go to Metro Madonna, That's what I do. That cigarette has you feeling good. I could tell you in a good stage right now. What are you talking about? I don't want to say it because we on YouTube. But that cigarette. Man, hit the button. I'm not hitting the button again. All right, I hit the button. I beg your pardon. I'm not hitting the green button because you said you're tired of seeing that one. We got to replace it with the other one. Yeah, it's going to be a picture of you. With the little afro green. <laughs> That's how you get solidified in history. I mean, my afro look like this, though. 
Yeah, yeah the, no, your afro look like your afro look like you fix computers, bro. You yeah, had the afro look. like no, his afro look like he fixed horses. I mean, it looked like he was stealing from horses. That oh, I see that right. He 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 shook the hooves and shit like. I mean, wouldn't he be doing that technically during this time period? As to when this movie takes place, I don't know, but that's that's not even the the, the question. Why are we getting another slave film? Because he's trying to go for two. You know what's crazy? They actually talked about this before the King Richard movie. I remember hearing about this movie like in two thousand fifteen. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think we need more slave movies. I think that's. I think we have a lot more stories that we can tell and we're choosing to focus on the wrong ones. Like I do, I'll be honest to say, I do think this Emmett Till movie is going to be good. And I honestly think that it might be necessary to show that they did a very, very, a very like disgusting crime to, to, to that man. Yeah. That kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. makes it worse. It's a kid, yeah. uh, fourteen years old, bro. That's crazy. For whistling when he wasn't whistling, but he, hey, man, that's why his his wife don't respect him. He do shit like this, like dog. You you don't have to do this, bro. You could have just did Bad Boys Four. We don't need that either. Yeah, that's fine. They about to do it anyway. I think that you know Hollywood just gotta find a new formula for the for the black movie. You know what I mean? Because it can't it can't continue to be the same black trauma. And it's bad timing too because the Wakanda Forever trailer is getting a lot of hits. Uh, the tickets are selling out as we speak. People are excited for this movie, especially you know what I mean since Chadwick died. And then it's like a month later, y'all put this out. Like, damn, bro, y'all couldn't wait till like January. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I probably, I probably won't watch that movie at all. So, it, like, not even when it starts streaming and shit, I can't see myself watching it. Just because, personally, I don't, I don't, I don't care to see more slave movies. Right. Um, Again, I just think that there are so many different stories that we can tell in in the black community. So, yeah, uh, it's going straight to streaming services. They're not putting it in movie theaters, thank God. So, if you ain't got Apple or you know Quant, what Quantflix is done, but if you don't have the sites, you ain't got to worry about seeing it. So, I'm I'm with you all the way. I've been like that. Quantflix is done, bro. Don't put that out there. We just ain't got access to it no more. Yeah, it was eight people on there. Anyhow, uh, yeah, no, you, you just did King Richard and this. This is bad timing, Bob. King Richard was a phenomenal movie. Yeah, King Richard was great. I cried. King Richard was amazing. I cried multiple times. All right, uh, let's get into, you want to get into Real Niggas of the Week? They need to ask me. Uh, no, nah, we got some listening questions, actually. All right. So to send, send in listen- listener questions. <laughs> to send in listener questions, you can uh send us an email at mail at ariopodcast.com. That's mail at ariopodcast. Or 
the better option. Again, we'll say go ahead and sign up for the Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. That way you get early access to the episodes. You get uh, access to the Discord. You get bonus episodes. You get episodes like our Deeper Than REOP early. You get uh, REOP at night, which is coming back soon, man. We just, whoo, I can't wait. Um yeah, we got a lot in store, so definitely tap in. Um, sign up for the Patreon, man. But if you uh, want to just send us a question, mail at REO Podcast, or you can call us up, 424-260-REOP. That's 424-260-REOP. So our first question is from, let me see. notes is resetting. Denver Oakley. Denver Oakley says, random question, but are y'all some leftover eating ass niggas? If so, how long after till you call it bad? If it's past 12 hours, I throw that shit out ASAP. I mean, 12 hours, yeah. 12 hours is recurring on this episode for some reason. Nah, yeah, about 12 hours. Like, I don't like to eat anything. Like, if it gets tonight and I didn't eat it, I throw it away just because I got like a whole phobia of I might get sick. Respect that. I don't. Um, it depends on what I'm what what the leftover is. Some shit, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. I be leaving shit out for hours sometimes. And I grab that bit up and eat it like it was fresh. Cold chicken, what? Fuck that shit, nigga. Eat that shit. Put some hot sauce on it. Tabasco, man. Um, but again, it just all depends. Like, if they go in the fridge, I'm going to be honest, I probably ain't eating it again. Uh, just because I feel like the fridge fuck up the taste and the flavor. If it's something I could put in the skillet, I could add some butter to bring it back to life or something like that, then cool. But, like, I don't put no sandwiches in the fridge, nothing like that, because... Nine times out of ten, I ain't gonna touch that shit. That bread get hard. Fuck it. Yeah, like sandwiches. I feel like you gotta throw away ASAP. Uh, I don't know, man. Again, like if I want to eat a sandwich and it's late at night or something, I, man, look, I ain't putting it in the fridge. I might put that bitch in the microwave. Let it let it bake overnight in the bacteria. You know what I'm saying? And I just grab that bit up and eat it. Man, what? I'm bullshitting, nigga. You know, what <laughs> what <I'm> bacteria. <laughs> I I mean, it do. You know, your 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 microwave, like you definitely got to clean that bitch off. And so, to anyone out there that hasn't, you know, let this be a reminder. Go ahead and clean your microwave. But I'm just saying it to say. Um, I was joking to say like, yo, you leave it in the microwave. Just, and just say. Drink the bacteria. That's how you get strong. It might be the Popeye spinach. My granddaddy told me you, you need a little mold in you. So. <laughs> what do you, old people be having wild verbiage. What does that even mean? I ate some, uh, some, some pumpkin pie. I talked about it. Not pumpkin pie. It was a uh, sweet potato pie. Okay, and, I was about to say pumpkin pie. We don't eat that, sir. Yeah, hell no. Uh, 
But it was sweet potato pie. That bit, I ate it in the dark, cut the light on. That shit, that shit was fuzzy, bro. That shit was a wool sweater. Whole coat over the top of the, bro. I was so disgusted. I threw that shit up. I'm like, yo. Granddaddy was like, hey, you'll be all right. Need a little moldy now, dear. Right. <laughs> at that point, you was playing such psychological warfare with yourself because had you not seen it, you would have ate it. Maybe you would have been all right. No, nigga, I would have been sick as a dog. Bro. You don't know. You psych yourself up. That shit was done for. That shit was done. Um, so yeah, like them pies. Oh my god, bro, them shits probably sat out for like a week and a half, and I was wilding when I ate it. I knew I shouldn't have, but like I say, it was dark. I was high as the sky. I just stumbled in the crib. I was at my grandparents' house. I forget what was going on as to why we had sweet potato pie and everybody was dead and shit. I stumbled in, it was probably two, three in the morning. I grabbed that pie, <laughs> cut the light on my granddaddy watching TV and shit. Like, oh, it's, a, it's moldy. Yeah, you just immediately threw it out. Nah, at that point, you gotta just digest it, player. Go ahead, take that L. It'll be all right. That's what I'm saying. Like, you should just took the L at that point. Blame all right, man. You know, charge it up to the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, um, you know, at that, you know, it was all I could do. Yeah, no, I, I think the only thing I've eaten before and I legit was nervous was like a smoothie. Cause, you know, green, if it's green and it turned brown, that ain't good. And I think I was like, I looked at the bottom of it and the brown was sitting, but I kept going through it. But I was I was decent, but I was like, bruh, I am taking a risk here. I'm risk taker banks instead of risk taker amp at this point. Yeah, nah. Um I don't really do leftovers, like I say, if it go in the fridge. So it just depends on what it is. Um chicken dry out, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of the a lot of your 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 uh I get produce and shit dry out. So I ain't really trying to um touch it again but some of the pastas and shit like that i don't really eat many pastas like spaghetti lasagna chicken alfredo they're my basics but yeah i'm tapped out from chicken alfredo thanks to uh women i ain't had chicken alfredo and god knows how long but you know i mean women have treated me to chicken alfredo i'm like i don't want to see it again now they taking you out babe no when they cook it uh, not LA women. LA women can't cook. I'm talking about Southern women. Why you be slander LA women so? Because they not. I apologize to all the Jacksonville women. I, I apologize to all y'all. Y'all, y'all are perfect. LA women are not good. This nigga go everywhere and just be slandering the women, bro. You need a hug. No, I don't slander New York women. I love New York women. Who said? What? It's some good ones. New York women are like very. All right, Cardi B gonna tweet. <laughs> she gonna tweet you. This bitch is saying that. This bitch ass, Sir Johnson. <laughs> and that would just prove my point. Like, what you say? Fuck me for. <laughs> That's all you can say. Yo, the funny thing is, not going back to that offset. Don't be saying. <laughs> He be on Call of Duty, trying not to cheat. Like, 
Nah, he tapped in for a minute, but he got out of that shit. He knew better. Yeah. Hey, Quavo and Takeoff Almas coming off this Friday. Can't wait. All right, so on to our next question. Rand asks, shout out to Rand, shout out to Denver Oakley as well. He says, I don't want to cause an uproar but in the black community, but what y'all think is the best mix of Kool-Aid? Grape and lemonade with ice always went crazy to me. I ain't never tried that, but I'm not a big lemonade fan either, so I never really went for lemonade. Yeah, no, I never even had the lemonade Kool-Aid. Like, all I had was the uh, purple, the red, the blue, and that's probably it. The, nice to- um, now, the strawberry lemonade is pretty good. I will give it that. I had that before. Um, when was the last time you even had Kool-Aid? Because I don't remember the last time I had it. It's probably been about 10 years now. Yeah, I'm like I ain't even seen it in the store. Oh no, nah, they definitely still got Kool-Aid. Like just even talking about it made me want to go whip up a bat, see if I still got it. You know what I'm saying? But one reason why I stopped drinking Kool-Aid is because I don't drink out the tap, you know? And um add the alkaline water to it. Yeah, nah, I need to get a filtration system. And um and, and do it that way, but yeah. Remember how Boosie mixed his his cookie? He put a whole thing of sugar in it, and then everybody's like, yo, ain't you diabetic? <laughs> uh, he, he doing it at 1 a.m. too, which is wild. Yeah, I mean, Kool-Aid good as fuck, but I think that the best mix for me was definitely the grape and like that tropical punch, that blue one. Yeah, that's it. Cause I I think I used to do the red. It's like the red's the like the Uno card. You feel me? The reverse Uno card. The red and the blue when that been mixed the green, it was good now. But see, I ain't really get down with the green color one and then two. So I stayed away from that one. It just didn't look right to me. And then two, um, it did have a, a, a distinct taste like. Like yeah, they 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 challenging each other. I don't really like that. They need more of a, a blend. They need more of a mesh. I like how the tropical punch when you add that grape to it, you could taste the hints of everything else. You know what I'm saying? The other flavors, but that grape really stand out. It just tastes like dye. It's like when they say like, all right, Kool Aid is not good for you. That's what you taste like. Especially if you like, if you add a lot of sugar to it, it kind of like dilates that dye flavor but you like talking to a southern nigga bro so i mean we 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 pull half the half the half the bag in that bit it's too much all right bro you gotta if you if the bottom of your 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 kool-aid ain't got this much sugar bro you ain't did it right how do you have teeth right now if you've been doing that you know it's a entire like childhood bro kool-aid good as fuck but your teeth are intact. That's not possible if you do that much sugar. I mean, hey, I don't know. You know what somebody brought to my attention, even though this is Kool-Aid, it's Kool-Aid related, even though it's a different brand. Shouts out to Van and Blackberry. He said, yo, Hawaiian Punch never gets cold, no matter how much ice you put in there. And I had to think about it. Hawaiian like, Punch is, is the devil's drink, bro. Yeah, I said. It's the devil's juice. He said that like in April. I'm like, 
Oh shit, you right. <laughs> like that shit never get cold. Nah, it actually it's like acid for ice. Yeah, that's a whole theory I gotta think about, or I gotta uh, do some research. I'm like, yo, this is the only drink I've ever had, and it's not getting cold at all. But Hawaiian punch actually isn't good. Like, it uh, to me, it does not taste good. It don't. It just it just tastes hot. It tastes like just um uh, like some tea. Now, niggas drink, drink, niggas drink. Oh, I, I don't put some stocks up, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, nah, it's not good. And the last time I seen somebody drink some Hawaiian Very punch. Thankful. I'm past those days. <laughs> so, like, bro, I didn't see Hawaiian punch being drunk until recently. And I was out there. And she drunk that shit in front of me. I was like, you don't want no water? No. All right. Yeah, she dangerous. Off of your conversation. Off of your conversation. I'm going to one episode without an off air conversation. <laughs> Lately, I've been doing that. <laughs> Lately, I've been doing it. I just don't want to say here. This is a prominent platform. Random Mexican Podcast. Patreon.com slash R-A-O-P. R-A-O-P. Podcast. Sign yeah. up for the Patreon. <laughs> So we got some uh, suits to rate, but we're going to hold on to those. Um, we'll probably get into those at a later point. But uh, let's Yo, jump into these real niggas of the week and they need their ass beat. Real quick, let me ask you something Talk about one me. suit. Can you see him? That nigga got on the uh, baggiest suit I've ever seen in my life. I'm not going to lie. Remember, that nigga uh, got on a mob boss suit. <laughs> what's, that, what's that baby boss? What's that cartoon? Yeah, that nigga got on a suit like he had. He'd have a Tommy gun tucked in his drawers. Yeah, see, John Cena, you can't see me. See, that bitch came with a nineteen forty seven Chevy. Remember, uh. God damn, I lost my chain. Oh, no. Master P charges to the game. Remember that yeah. cover? Yeah. Man, that's that suit. Man, that suit is fucking ridiculous. I mean, while we here, let's just go ahead and run through them, man. We'll do some quick ratings on our level. Uh, right. You want to go ahead and cue up the music? Yes, sir. This music is brought to you by uh, somebody named I won't say on IG. You gotta rate that suit, my brother. You gotta rate that suit, my brother. You gotta rate that suit, my brother. You gotta go rate that suit. Arriba! Change your name on IG if you ever see this. Man, shout out to Ed. Yeah, but change your name on IG. First, we got, um. Man, you fucking me up, dog. <laughs> I, I just change the name. That's all I can say. Right, Playmaker. Man. What you giving this suit, man? It's Playmaker, so I'm going to give it a 10. The picture looks like it's from like 1940. I don't know why it came out like that when I saved it to the computer. This is yeah. like a prom 1950 suit. Like, we in high school. 
I don't know why he looking like that, man. That nigga looking like a deer in the headlights. He yeah. looked like he just got caught cheating, bro. Well, Michael Irvin, yeah. If y'all no, know he, Michael, he's not looking like he got caught cheating. He looking like he caught someone cheating. Or they found his cocaine stash. I didn't want to go there, but he's open about it. <laughs> He opened about he been open about it for like thirty years, yo. Yeah, I know that, but I, he, I it, it, he's not saying he's still doing it. No, you ain't gonna never. I mean, how many people that do it actually admit that they do it, and then they shouldn't be upset. So, I'll give the suit like a seven. Um, the plaid suit with the striped top, not a fan. Uh, suit looks crazy it just doesn't go together the black tie with the stripes underneath that gray suit doesn't look good to me the pink lapel i mean uh um handkerchief in the in the, in the pocket i don't like it seven mm. six yeah I'll, I'll be biased and say 10 just because michael Irvin. yeah real 88 all right let me get up. The name of this person that submitted this one was Nick. Nick submitted himself, man. This is a fire ass suit, man. Nick, you look good, brother. You look good. Out there in Chicago. Is he in Chicago? I think he moved. I'm not sure. I thought this was Dame think, at first, I swear. I think he moved to Chicago, though. I'm not sure. I got I but anyway, looking good, man. Uh, I get that suit of 10 for sure. What are you doing, brother? What are you doing right All right. Yeah, I'm going to get that suit of 10, man. Um, my brother dressed to a T. Shoes shining. Are those monk straps? Oh, yeah, man. You definitely getting a 10 for me. I give it a, I give it an 8. An 8? Why so? The, the print. I don't know if that's zebra print. No disrespect, but it looked nice though. That's but also, I'm not a suit guy. Picture. That's because of the picture. Let me see if I can pull it up on my end. I'm not a suit guy too, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna always give y'all suits at eight because I'm a hater to a certain extent. That's the way that the suit is textured, and the the camera made it do that. Let's see. Yeah, you 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 show me you're not a suit guy. <clears throat> this should look like a PS1 now that I zoom into it. I see it here. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? It looked like a no disrespect couch material, but it's clean. So disrespectful. <laughs> I'm sorry. Next, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Damien. Is this real? Nah, this is from... This is Biff Lawson. Yeah. I'm going to kill this nigga. I'm glad y'all okay. see Okay, I don't think you can say that on air, but all right. Yeah, I might have to edit that, but yeah, I'm about to say let's time stamp that 137. Yeah. yeah, that's a suit. He gonna see uh the Lord in. But it's and a nice double down. You, you you gonna bring it up? So I we can actually rate it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's nah. all black, so you got the head start. He definitely, he definitely clean, man. Showing off the watch, look like uh, what's that on the, oh, what's that on your wrist, man? That's beautiful, man. 
like that. I'm gonna have to take that off you when I come visit New York. All right, so it just gets more disrespectful. <laughs> That's my man, 50 grand. But yeah, he owe me a fade. Shout out to Biff Lawson. So again, another 10, because uh, again, nothing wrong with that that suit at all. You cannot go wrong with the uh, black and white combo. Of course, uh, the tie, perfect choice, shoes shining, you know what I'm saying? My man did a spit shine on them, so. I like the uh, high top, the Zangief high top. And then, you know what I mean? The suit is fire too. When oh. it comes to men in black suit, have an ass. I like that. <laughs> All right. This next one is uh future. Uh-uh. Uh I mean, I ain't even a fan of shorts and a blazer. Like, I think that's a shitty ass combo. Um the blazer is interesting. I mean, I would have much rather seen it with some pants. I think if 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 they were like classic suit pants, it would still be a bad look. But um, yeah, nah, I'm not liking this at all, bro. This gets like a four for me. Hmm. And then the Tims too. It's like, why? Oh, I didn't even realize he had on Tims. Yeah, so that's that's a two. That shit, yeah. that shit, disgusting. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not messing with it, y'all. All right. Next one is Russ. Uh, this is ass. Yeah, I just like the Jordans. That's it. The Jordan. I think those are fives. Yeah, I would never put those on or the the outfit. I like the camo pants. That's about it. But everything else. Camo like, pants are hard, actually, but they're not with the combo and not with a fucking suit. I hope this ain't recent because y'all are definitely going to lose more Laker fans. I don't think this recently. Nigga, you can look in his face and tell this ain't recent. Let me see. Let me pull it on full screen. You right. He like Steve Urkel. It looks like he's in high school. I thought it was TPJ at first. You can't see me. We talked about this one. And this person is Drizzy? Yeah, Drizzy. She all right? Uh, I'm not. I'm not a fan of this look. Uh, I mean, she she looked like a good woman. But. It's not for me to judge her suit. That's what I'm like. Although this is a different type of podcast right now. It looks like just, she got ties tied from the lapel. I just uh, yeah, that suit ain't it. Whatever that shit is, that shit ain't it. But I ain't gonna judge it. She's like a good woman. That's all I can say. Oh, she okay though. <laughs> My nigga look like he uh <laughs> he belong on a queen of queen of uh <laughs> diamonds. Hey, I thought Ellen John, they stood him up, bruh. I thought this was his wake suit. I was like, damn, Ellen passed. Nah, Harry Styles in his bag with this one. I ain't gonna lie to you. With the makeup on and everything. All right. I mean, this is a one. It's actually kind of clean, bro. Come on, bro. It's actually kind of clean, but it's too much. It's too much. It me motion sickness right now. Yeah, it's too much. 
your mask. Outside of the ugly ass DNG brooch, this is actually kind of nice. And the uh, the fedora, he shouldn't have worn the fedora. But I yeah. understand the fedora, so I'm not really mad at it. But I like I like the uh, the the sweater. I love the sweater. The um, turtleneck, yeah, beautiful. The blazer cool, and it's a nice cop combination. Yeah, uh, I like the jacket. That's all I'll say. I really like that jacket, uh, the blazer being uh, turtleneck. I've never been a turtleneck. Look, like that brother got a turtleneck. I've never been a turtleneck type dude. So, like me, light skin, bald head with a beard and turtleneck. Like it's too many jokes. So, especially if it's this color, I'm look like a butterfinger. Yeah, you just don't know how to dress. You can you can admit it. That's facts. But I do know how to wear this random. You can't get this random Mac shirt nowhere. I was, to, I was about to go ahead and do a promo about it. You can't get this shirt nowhere. This is done. All right. So, yeah. Um, I'm going to give uh, the baby. Uh, I'll give him a, a eight, a solid eight for sure. Because um, I love that. I love that sweater with the blazer. I agree. I like the blazer, so I give it an eight. Turtleneck hand. But at the same time, like I said, you said it and it's a shoot. I don't know how to dress, so but I do like the blazer. I hate the the, the brooch on the on the on the blazer. It's on both sides too. And I just think that's too flamboyant on top of that, that loud ass blazer. I think the fedora is like just a distraction at this point with everything going on, but I see how it complements the uh, the blazer. So I kind of like the top hat. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, the top hat nice, but like I said, it's a lot going on. All right, let's get into real niggas of the week. They need to ask Pete, and then we are out. First real nigga of the week is from Ant. This young lady said, and I guess it's alluding, well, of course it's about the guy. Been dating this guy for four months and today he asked me why I don't have a boyfriend. Ooh, tough break, nigga. Uh, <laughs> have you done this before? Don't stitch on yourself. Nah. Nah, ain't um, ain't playing with nobody hard or no shit like that. I be trying to keep it up front. We ain't together. Yeah, yeah, that's how it should be. You shouldn't just kept it one hundred. All right, the second one is uh from the artist named M Triplin. I never heard of him before. Mm, but yeah. Yeah, performed that Rolling Loud for 13 people. Got to start somewhere. Uh, obviously, I can't play the video due to copyright, but it looked like he performed in about 13 people. But him keeping a positive energy, positive pers- perspective about it, it's pretty good. So keep going, kid. Eventually, you'll make it. If you keep I mean, that, that nigga is on one of the biggest stages of the year. Like, he has made something you know what i mean so 
It don't mm-hmm. matter that he performed for 13 people. The fact that he still went up there and did a performance, that's huge. The fact that he was able to gather footage from it, huge. You know what I'm saying? He has that to add to his resume. So God willing, you know, he's able to to prosper from there and make the most of it. But yeah, shout out to him. That's some real shit. That's some real shit, especially to even be able to uh to reach that 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 level. Exactly. So Hey man, just keep going. You don't know where you're gonna go, but if he keeping that mindset, he definitely gonna go far. So, uh, and this is Amp's final one. Kodak Black paid rent for 28 families facing eviction and covered their rent until the end of the year. So, I guess you take the bad with the good. In this instance, it's pretty good, but still, don't do all the antics. Yeah. All right, Joe. Yours is Carsonic. Um. So he recently um, reached, I want to say, 100,000 subscribers on his Twitch. Mm -hmm. And the thing about it is, uh, you see the question here, what does he even do? And if you go through these pictures, can, can you go to the next few pictures that actually blow it up? Let me see. This was in the last few hours. Of, I mean, the last hour of his stream. So I think he was able to level everything up to, um, well, don't worry about it, Banks. You know, in the last yeah. hour, he was playing with, you know, he had someone that was, it looks like a snake trainer. It looks like uh, someone that was, You know, um, uh, arsonist, more or less, a magician. And then he celebrated reaching 100,000 streams. So uh, I definitely want to salute him. Shout out to that brother doing his thing. And shit, I wish the best for him. Also, you added this as well, right? There's a quote from him. No, or somebody else. But no, this is your other real nigga. I apologize for that. But no, Kai actually, going back to him, he has something along the lines of this. We'll get to this in a second. About he had a phone call with his mom when he got 100K followers and she gave him that whole. That was at 80. Yeah, when he got, well, when he got the 80 still. So from there to now, she basically gave him a motivation speech or told him exactly what he's been doing. And then from 80 to 100,000, and I swear that, phone call that he got from her was probably not even a month ago. So to jump that far, 20K more, it goes along the line with your uh, next real nigga of the week, which is Doughboy official. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about Kassin's up- upcoming, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know how much it goes in line with, with this one, but I do think that um, Cause I don't know if he had money prior to, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if he had access to some of the guests like through easy resources and things of that sort. But I do know this, what he's doing now is definitely paving the way for people to be able to follow and, and create a a large income for, for themselves. I think it's unfair that, he gets the short end of the stick with a 50-50 split from Twitch. And hopefully he's able to, 
you know, convert that following over to a platform like YouTube or, or something of the sort and get a larger cut. But, you know, again, shout out to him. My next real nigga of the week is Doughboy because I felt like this was something that everyone could resonate with. Everyone that isn't born into wealth or, you know, doesn't have it. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with struggling. So don't let nobody make you feel lame because you broke right now. Long as you grinding to get out of that shit. Only way is lame is if you get comfortable with your situation. So every person that I know has been through something to where at some point or another, they had to face that, hey, I might not be at the status that I think I'm at, or not to say I think I'm at, but the status that I'm accustomed to. And, um, you know, oftentimes we look at that and we say, yo, you broke, you know what I mean? And it's like, nah, I'm going through a patch or whatever. So to anybody out there that is going through a patch, hey, keep your head up, you know what I'm saying? Um, Keep grinding, feet in the mud, and you'll be able to work your way out of it. Just don't give up. That's the big thing. That's it. I don't even need to piggyback off that because, yeah, <laughs> that's all I can say. Just keep on working. Uh, this one is from Earl. If y'all haven't seen, the Dolphins have uh, a pretty good tailgate. I'll say so myself. So, a lot of video. I can't put the video up, brother. It's ass shaking. They have that on YouTube. Oh, the shit. In that case, hold on one second. I'll be right back. This nigga might need a free flow suspension. <laughs> I didn't know I could play the video. I didn't know I could do that. All right. So, also, I mean, hey man, from that to the Dolphins doing what they're doing. So, yeah. So, the Dolphins have, you know, the, the, the tailgate they had strippers out there it looks like a good time banks is not showing the video for whatever reason but um it looks like a good time for sure and it looks like uh they they you know it's something to see they play the jags i hope they bring that shit up but uh it's not loading my fault audience is not loading and i try to convert it over the next real nigga of the week comes from Gulfside. Um, he says, real nigga of the week for the homie lending him his crib and biting his tongue. They need their ass beat for bro begging for begging to use his homie crib to smash and chopping on him like that. So there was a Facebook post that says, my homie begged me to let him borrow my crib so, to, so he could slide a shorty over. I finally said, all right. Why this nigga walk through the door with her and say to me, damn, nigga, you still in my house? Shorty start laughing at me. Niggas always got to show off. I just left. That's funny. I find it hard to believe, but I mean, hey, that is, uh, you know, that is why I could, I, I, I could definitely believe that it happened, but I think he was more so looking for Facebook reaction. <laughs> It's still funny. Like, let's say it's a shoot. That's still pretty funny. Like, I wouldn't even mad if somebody did that. Like, if you did that to me, I'd be like, all right. I mean, you can't do nothing in the situation. What you gonna say? Let me go pull out my lease. <laughs> somebody would do that. 
Somebody might do that. In this day and age, somebody might do that. This your this your house, nigga. Let me pull out my baby picture. Like y'all both gonna be <laughs> the parish, nigga. So I mean, uh, I think that uh he did like he definitely real nigga of the week for just sliding and, and letting abuse the crib. But bro, definitely should have got his ass beat after that. Oh, without question. That's still hilarious to me. All right. This next one is from uh, King. So a young lady said on TikTok, which goes back to what I said earlier, met this rapper on IG who I thought really liked me, called me every day and would take me on dates. And then he convinced me to start selling my round so we could spend more time together. So I saw the TikToks and shit. Did you did you watch it? Did you follow it? Absolutely. And she was lying. I mean. Yeah. But if you told her to get on the blade, that's fine. I don't I don't believe that that was the case. I think again she was just feeding it for the story. I do think that she was out there wilding herself, but you know, I don't know that she was out there selling pussy. All right. This you, next you one. Lights, man. Hey, it, but if if it worked, it worked. You feel me? Now she can put her cash app up and somebody gonna spend the money, I guess. All right. So going back to uh the Kai. 100 k subscribers on Twitch from Sir Joshua. Uh just a disclaimer too, some of these the videos I can't pull up for some reason. I'm trying to upload them, but they are not working on my end. So I could blame StreamYard or I'll take accountability, but he celebrated basically getting 100K subscribers. So going back to him. And then what you were saying earlier about him, yeah, I remember he was doing videos, him and some other dude from the Bronx named Rhino Susan or Sunsen or something like that. So they had some, they was doing it during the Vine days, if I'm not mistaken. So he had some humble beginnings. Yeah. Um, I, again, I think that, uh, he been, you know, he been doing this thing, and it's good to see that he's he's getting rewarded for that. You know what I mean? Um, in the sense, his audience is is is, is really fucking with him. Fact. So you know, everybody get put over, man. Eventually, y'all get y'all turn to shine. So just keep going. All right, let's get in. They need their ass beats, and I feel like the first person, which is yours, boy, he needs ass beat for two things this past week. Three actually. Yeah, a lot actually. But yeah, this was this was this was just insane. I'm telling every team that needs some offense to pick up A B because he's ex- he's shown that he still has the ability to expose a D. That was that that like that's crude. That's crazy. That's lunatic, like a lunacy. Especially after having exposed yourself. And really, like putting the nail in the coffin for any team to touch you. Yeah, it was done before, but now it's officially over. And then the whole, I think the nail in the coffin, honestly, is him doing um, or showing Tom Brady's soon to be ex wife if they don't work it out on IG and he hugging her and he says something along the lines of like, Tom Brady didn't do something, I can save you. Something wild like that. So it's like, dog, Tom Brady is the golden child of the NFL. You're done. Yeah, he's been wilding. So, um, 
I got another one, which is uh, that Coach Stormy chick with the low low vibrational plate shit. And the only reason I'm even adding her is this. She really think, like, I went on her page, and all of her shit is just regurgitations of, like, motivational speakers, financial advisors, and shit like that. It's a culmination of things that you hear a thousand times over. She ends her videos with, like, a Bible quote or something of the sort. And it's like, yo, like, you are not a motivational person. Like, you cannot be a life coach talking to people like that. Is she in Atlanta? I feel like this is Atlanta shit. I don't know. Um, but supposedly that chick that she was talking to on the yacht, mm-hmm. supposedly her mother had just died before she had went to, uh, like, before that took place. Yeah. So at the end when she was saying, you know, you ain't, if I don't look out for you, you ain't got nobody, your mama, your daddy, your auntie. That shit was crazy to me. Even if it was the case of she had lost her parents, that's some wild shit to say. It wouldn't matter if it had been 10 years, five years, 10 months, 10 days. You know what I'm saying? Yo, people just don't have, people just not kind anymore, yo. Just be kind, yo. You don't have to be a fucking prick all the time. Like to say something like that. And then me, I'm like, oh no, I don't care if we in the middle of the ocean. Oh, yeah, she would have yeah. been in the middle, middle of the ocean. Yeah, right uppercut would have came out of nowhere. I would have had to beat her ass, for sure. Yeah, like, come on, man. Be nice, yo. Especially if that's supposed to be your friend. Tells you how much friendship mean nowadays. Damn. That ain't her friend. That ain't Definitely her. not saying nothing like that. Fucking prick. Anyhow. All right, uh, I got amps. It's a guy throwing a bowling ball, like I said, or a bowling ball, I'm sorry. I can't get the video up as much as I want to. Like I said, for some reason, these videos are not uploading. I can't convert them over, but a guy threw a bowling ball, and it went up and hit a screen. So so it looked like you, you got to give some full, more story, the full story for him. It looked like he was trying to show that he could bowl a strike from the uh, seats, the seating yeah. area. And uh, they they told him before he started, like, yo, this nigga wildin'. But before they, um, before he he gets to, yeah, he throws the ball (laughs) to the roof, essentially, and hits the screen. (laughs) I wonder how much he had to pay for that. For that screen, probably like $300, like a 32-inch, yo. Ain't no way it was three hundred dollars for that little thirty-two inch. If I gotta pay more than that, nah. But the fact that he was copying, he said, "All right, it's about to go up." And boom, that's fucking hilarious, y'all. I don't even think nobody uh planned for that. I'm running back one more time, just so y'all can see. <laughs> He was worried about the screen hitting him. Nah, I think that nigga was worried about what he finna have to do. All right, Joe. This next one is also from Amp. I need you to read this one. Jeffrey, whoa. See, yeah, OnlyFans culture got 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 people going crazy like 
Honestly, I think it's even wild just to be joking about that shit. Yeah, and that's a whole conversation. I'm going to let y'all talk about it because it still is going to continue through the rest of the year. But I'm like, dog, I, we were shorties when that happened. I'm like, I don't think it's too much you can laugh about. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, we desensitized at this point, and I think the generation behind us is going to be even more so desensitized. So uh, there is starting to become a lack of um, emotional attack. Yeah, yeah, remorse would be a better word, yeah. Um, or empathy, back, rather. Empathy for anyone, anyone else. But right, we'll see where it goes. This next one is from Ample as well. This nigga was trying to see heaven. Uh, he definitely going to hell for doing that. First of all, to put it in say, I ain't mad at that. But at the same time, that's a waste of good say, man. He dropped a bunch of shrooms in the say, and he got a blunt roll next to it. I was always told don't smoke and do shrooms. The two times I've done shrooms, I smoked. Uh, it just made me tired as fuck. So I didn't get no real experience of the shrooms. I was just like dead sleep, sleepy. Well, the second time I tried going out and I hated that experience. Like I hated that experience. I, I did not feel comfortable amongst people. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I don't know. I'm, maybe I shouldn't have smoke, but yeah, you're not supposed to. You're just supposed to do that and then be around a good environment. I, I went outside and did it. Yeah. And acid as well. Let's go outside, people. All right. This next one is I invited him to the crib, cooked for him, gave him. I'm not reading that. You, he, she, fellatio, you can manifest in your mind. Let him fold me like an origami bird, called him an Uber, then blocked him and never spoke to him again. I really beat him to the punch. We are learning the game too fast. That's that's not how the game is played, but Yeah, she 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 she, she thought that she did something. She, she thought I was feeling you? You not a much. She gave that nigga a great day. That was about it. <laughs> That sounds like a birthday, yo. This next one, you know something I've done that even Jesus dying on a cross won't redeem me from? I have a Muslim ex who I used to put bacon fat in his food on a very regular basis, and I didn't tell him until like two years in. That's just disrespectful. Wow. I would throw a rock. Yeah, that's crazy. In the Middle East, they would throw rocks at you for doing that. Um... That's crazy. Who is that from? Looks like yeah. There's no name attached to it. Nice. So it probably was from. Look at it. It's just in the notes. I don't see a name attached to it. Uh, it probably is from him. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. She definitely should have been strangled like Homer did Bart Simpson. Eyes pop out and she she should have been strangled. Um, this next one is from King. It says, uh, I think men like natural women because it reminds them of kids. What? 
No shade. Nah, uh, we like it because I hold up real quick. I hate I hate when women do that. Um, trying to make things to where all men have this fixation on like either some kind of child fixation or it's um gay or something of the sort it's like yo like i get that you want to disrespect niggas or whatever but y'all take it like some women some women take it entirely too far and it's like yo like calm the fuck down go go seek some therapy or something yeah like i'll say this real quick about that you work yourself into a shoot by saying that and it's like that's too far like it, like you saying we become desensitized where it's like uh, now people getting kids involved with jokes it's kind of like used to be you don't really do that now people doing it to get their point across and it's a very bad point like that's not, that, that that should be a disturbing thought to people you know what i mean like the idea of someone doing that to a child like having any kind of you know what i'm saying affection for a child like that to where yeah i don't know but, we, we in revelations brother i ain't trying to preach but we in the end times we in the end game now Shot a knee high ass beat for sure. This person need to be, I can't say it, but yeah. Landlord in Las Vegas admitted that he required a homeless woman of five to sign a housing contract that required her to perform fellatio for five years. It ain't fellatio, but I'm gonna say that. And barred her from dating any man who's larger than him or owns a gun. When they say larger, what do you mean by that? Yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, I'm surprised that she would sign into a, a agreement like that for one, uh, because I do understand that the uh, that the um, house was nice and it's big and everything. But if you can't enjoy your company, if you can't enjoy your life for that matter, there's no point in signing up for it. Um, but yeah, that nigga need to be. That's, that's all I'm gonna say. Just you feel me? I know the audience that's listening, you don't understand what I'm saying, but use your imagination. What would you do? Shout out to Josh for that one, man. Um, yeah. who we got up next? This tweet is from Golf Side 13, and it's just Jimmy Butler's media day when he had the fade. Yo, y'all, hey man, listen, I know it's because it's the messenger. But I'm about to do this next. I'm next, man. I'm about to get that done. You about just, to get what? It ain't going to be like this, but I'm about to get some dreads. Man, what the hell is wrong with you? Fuck. Hey, the ball jokes going to go away, ain't they? Is that what you worried about? No, nah, not really. I just want to see if I can do it. That's crazy, bro. If you, like, I might slap them shits out your head. He moved back to Florida with that shit. Well, when I come out there, which is very soon, then still, if I come out there, hey, man. Bro, that would be the greenest thing. Them, <laughs> it did say everywhere you would go, they would fry your ass. Yeah, no, nah, because uh, Florida people, y'all are the kings of frying people besides Chicago. Bro, you wouldn't be able to shop nowhere. No, nah, and then that's just the women cracking jokes. Shit. That's crazy, bro. That you even considering that. This next one is from Paperwork Sam. Uh, oh, oh no. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable quoting this one. 
<laughs> for so for two of the tweets, I don't feel like if uh once again subscribe on YouTube, Random Max of Podcast on YouTube. I'm sorry, listeners. I, I just don't want to say exactly what's going on, but they are in fact talking about the male genitalia, and a grown man just quoted and said, How was that? He's a yeah. different but I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm comfortable with my sexuality, but not like that. All right. That's it, man. Uh, once again, how do they submit? They real niggas of the week. They need to ask me, Joseph. Send us an email at mail at REO podcast, or go ahead and sign up for the Patreon, sign up for the $5 tier. Matter of fact, sign up for the $10 tier, get your name shouted out. Uh, once we bring that back, man, um, patreon.com slash REO podcast like banks was saying go ahead and tap in with the youtube as well that's youtube.com slash REO podcast and if you ever want to just call in and chop it up we'll just leave us a voicemail we didn't have any today uh so hopefully when amp comes back and stacked up with a few y'all call in and show show your love show some support tell us about your favorite episode tell us about uh how you came about hearing about Ario podcast um man just let us know you with us but call us up at 424-260-REOP that's 424-260-REOP absolutely man if we ain't got nothing else we out yo thank y'all for being here once again um you already know what it is man love the amp yeah for sure man we appreciate everybody rocking with us uh, we're going to hold things down in the meantime, continue to do everything that we can to keep this boat afloat. But y'all do what y'all got to do, man. Like, subscribe, comment, share these posts, tap in with us on TikTok and Instagram. And again, man, we appreciate y'all. And on that note, we out.